You're listening to the BYU-Idaho Radio Morning Headlines Podcast. I'm Noah Farley. Here are your morning headlines for Wednesday, September 21st. The new exhibit at the Museum of Idaho Falls called Toytopia will open on October 1st. Toytopia sort of brings people through the science and history of toys and games, basically starting from our ancient ancestors all the way down to today. So it's a wonderful educational experience. There's all sorts of cool STEM education tie-ins and uh, creative problem solving and design thinking. But it's also, as you might expect, just really fun. Jeff Carr is the museum's public relations manager. He says this much-anticipated exhibit will encompass the nostalgia of childhood games in an engaging way. It's going to turn the whole museum into this just super fun game center, basically, but one that you'll learn things from also. I mean, it's got toys going back through each decade of the 20th century, so there's a high nostalgia factor. Toytopia will also include life-sized versions of some childhood favorites. It's full of playable toys, uh, Legos all over the place, and a number of big interactive toy experiences. It includes the world's largest Etch-A-Sketch that actually works, and there's a life-size dollhouse that people can play in. There's a, uh, a huge piano that you can play with your feet, and massive games, and a whole arcade of classic 70s and 80s video games. Tickets are available online at museumofidaho.org slash tickets. The exhibit will run through January 2023. The Bonneville County Sheriff's Office is asking for the public's help to identify suspects involved in a theft at a local school. Photos provided by the Sheriff's Office show a man and a woman loading objects into a silver Ford Explorer. Authorities say the theft happened in the Ammon area but did not release any further information. Photos of the people and vehicle in question are on our Facebook page, just like BYU-Idaho Radio. Anyone with information is asked to contact the Bonneville County Dispatch at 208-529-1200. Basic utilities like electricity, water, and garbage services are often so fundamental to our everyday life they become invisible. But for places like Westwater, a Navajo community in southeastern Utah, the arrival of electricity to their homes is a cause for celebration. Thanks to efforts from multiple agencies, including the Navajo Nation and the state of Utah, most of the lots in the Westwater community have been electrified since September 1st. Lara Hutchinson Lovell lives in Westwater with her family. Previously, they relied on a generator to power their home for a few hours every day. We usually had it plugged in so that, that we can start it up and then it'll give us electricity through our house, but we only could run it for about four or six hours, so we usually use it in the evening. Generators cost a lot of gas using that every day. And we, um, we use flashlights and kerosene lanterns and candles. It depends on what we were wanted to use. Elder Todd S. Larkin is in Area 70 of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. He's involved with the humanitarian efforts for the Navajo Nation. He says the electrification project has been 30 years in the making. Most people said this could never happen and never would happen. And I think it's just remarkable that people with different points of view in many cases were able to come together and work together hand in hand. To commemorate the long-awaited event, leaders from the Navajo Nation, the state of Utah, and the Navajo Tribal Utility Authority, or NTUS, gathered at the Utah State University Blanding Campus for an appreciation event. Elder Dieter F. Uchtdorf of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles of the Church of Jesus Christ also attended the celebration. He says every effort to help our neighbors can make a world of difference. It's only about 29 homes and about 100 people affected. But uh, when you look at it, are we our brother's keeper? I think we are. 
And it doesn't matter whether it's one or two or a thousand or 29 homes. You know, when they are here and we see the need, that's what we need to do. An interlocal proposal is expected to provide water services to the Westwater community in the spring of 2023. According to a church news release, the Church of Jesus Christ has donated $500,000 to help with the two-phase project. Thanks for listening to the Morning Headlines for Wednesday, September 21st, 2022. I'm Noah Farley. You can catch more news, interviews, and great content on our podcast feed. Just ask Alexa, Google, or Siri to play the latest BYU-Idaho radio podcast. Or listen to us for free on your favorite podcast app, like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. This is BYU-Idaho Radio.